Mm-mm. Kaylee, get away from those knobs and pay attention to me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> you cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back to another week of Beers, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica, where we, your hosts, Kaylee and Lisa, take you through the sci-fi original series, Battlestar Galactica, episode by episode, and drink craft beer, except today I'm not. Craft beer and coffee. Beers and beans. Yeah. Um, so, if we can go into PSA mode, sometimes, kids, drugs are bad, <laughs> alcohol is bad, this is a drug-themed episode. We talk a lot about the uh, stims, which I suppose is probably more like my coffee than the <laughs> beer. Yeah, definitely an upper, not a downer. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, the main point was that I'm not drinking at the moment. So um, Kaylee is doing the heavy lifting for both of I'm us. I'm going to drink for the both of us. Yes. It's, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to <laughs> do it. Otherwise, we got to change our name. For sure. It's uh, it's always important to listen to your body. And if you need a break, you need a break. And I think I think it's time. Yeah. I think it's time. It's a stressful period. The mental I, health I is not great. That. Sometimes you just need a little little breather from the beers. I'm just trying to use as many B words as possible. Um, anyway, Kaylee, what are you drinking for both I, of us? For both of us, I'm drinking Lagunitas Super Cluster Ale. Oh, nice. Because of the super cluster. All of the space stuff that I in this totally episode. didn't understand. I just was, it went over my head. I, honestly, time. though, like, I think they did a pretty decent job this episode of making the space stuff make some kind of sense. Sure. It's exactly how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was written by Jane Espenson. Oh, wow. That's always exciting. Right? Yes. This um, is her first episode for uh, Battlestar. And they they were super excited to have her work on the show. She was Jane. a big nerdy fan of the show. Yep. And yeah, I heard Jane forever. Yeah, five ever. Um, she's really great. I just want to do a special call out at the beginning of the episode before we get into it to, um, I'm trying to remember, I think it was Cafe Grumpy. There are a few of them around, but there's one in Greenpoint. I went there yesterday because um, I was doing a little wander around the neighborhood. And uh, yeah, I was just looking over at their book swap and I found season two, 2.5 and three of Battlestar Galactica on DVD. OMG. And I went up to them and I was like, they just, I didn't even think they knew what to do with me. I came up and I was like, I'm so sorry. I have nothing to give you, but oh my God. <laughs> Did you know that this was there and can I have it? And they were just like, uh, sure. I think a lot of people are moving and just throwing things away. And so it's probably that. And don't worry, we've got way too many books up there. You can just have them. And I was like, oh my God. What a magical New York moment. And the only issue is I don't have a DVD player. (laughs) That's a fixable problem. Yeah, honestly, I think a DVD player might be... Cheaper? Cheaper to get two seasons of Battle Star Yeah, two seasons, but two, 2.5 and three. They're in good quality too. Like they're in good quality. They're in good condition. That's the word I was looking for. Um, Really good condition. I mean, I haven't opened them yet, but they look like they've been cared for. What exactly is season 2.5? It's broken up in two seasons. Oh, okay. Um, So it's just, and so it's got Pegasus on it as well. Nice. Which is good. Um, and so, yeah, there's so many 
worlds of commentary and podcasting and deleted all deleted scenes, perhaps so many deleted scenes. Our world is just if we get a DVD player, our <laughs> world has just howdy. exploded. Just you wait. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to announce that at the beginning of the episode, um, I was that was pretty bright moment of my weekend. Amazing. Should we get into the beat by beat? We should. All right. That's the other name part of our episode. Beers, beats, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, so we're talking about season three, episode 10, The Passage, as previously mentioned, written by Jane Espenson. Yay. Uh, and we're big fans and directed by Michael Nankin, who... Um, That's a weird name. It is. Directed a couple episodes in season two, including Scar. So he's very familiar with the whole cat backstory ah, yes. and yes, I guess Kat. that's why he was maybe brought back on to do this episode yeah we care a lot about her question mark <laughs> that was a question mark <laughs> I do think it's funny that like Jane Espenson cut her teeth on Buffy and they brought her on to write an episode in which a series regular dies yes well seems fitting I have a lot to say about I don't know I just don't care about Kat I'm sorry and the actress, like, she was doing her best. Also, I uh, I heard that the actress didn't find out that her character was going to die until, like, somebody else on the show told her something like That's that. So like, sad. The, the, the show creators didn't contact her <laughs> to give her a heads up. By the way, you're out of work soon. Yeah. Um, I feel really sucks. bad for her because, like, you know, sometimes when characters, like, this get an opportunity to you know actually put their face forward it's like oh my god they're amazing what an incredible actor and with her i'm like wow she just is the same thing for the whole episode for everything she does it's like all the same i don't know maybe you feel differently i just found her very like one note i don't think she is the greatest actor to grace the battle star but um i think she does a, a decent job considering they gave her very little character development prior to this one episode i mean i guess that's true but if you consider like hot dog for example like look at all the work that he does and i know that he's edward james almost son but like he does pretty well he doesn't have anything to do he's no, just a goofball he does so well with it <laughs> i mean look at joyce on buffy that's the first buffy jar. i'm sorry she had a really like not much to do with on the beginning like the first seasons I would say and she but she developed such a great character out of that like you can do it I don't I don't disagree and I'm I don't think this is the the performance of the show but mm. I do think she's like she's she's doing all right with what they gave her to work with like it's it's honestly a little bit of a cheesy plot line this like yes backstory with the troubled guy with the neck tattoo and yep. the drug running and like it's yeah so it's could be hard to play that believably i mean i think that if nothing else she gets a really big award for being that close to starbucks face for that long without just kissing her maybe that's a deleted scene (laughs) we gotta get that dvd player (laughs) someone quick post it over (laughs) so we start out we've got the previously on which tells us that we need to remember that Kat used to have a problem <laughs> with stims. Exactly the whole thing. It's like, remember Kat? Remember that stims exist? Remember Colonel Ty? I don't know why we're remembering Colonel Ty, but remember Colonel Ty? Well, he did some messed up shit and now he's got a 
go back to work. But he like isn't even barely in this episode. Yeah, and, but they make a they big make deal a big, of him yeah, coming back but, coming back to work. Yeah. Yes. But it's like you think that he'd be more a part of it given how much that they shout I, him out in the beginning. I did um I listened to Ronald D. Moore's podcast about this episode and there it sounds like this one went through a lot of work and there were a ton of scenes that initially were part of this okay, okay. storyline. So what we're really hearing here is that we really need that DVD player. We for sure if do. If anybody is in the tri-state area and wants to give one away, we are. I'm sure someone, I reckon if I just wandered the streets of Brooklyn for long enough, I'd just find one on yeah, the street. Yeah, especially like as we approach the um, the beginning of March when people yeah. are just putting all their junk out on the street. Just go on Craigslist and, and just type in DVD player and probably a million will come up. Heck yeah, we can, we can make it happen. We also get a little previously on note that uh, we have to remember there are five Cylons that we've never seen. Yeah, but why? Because that's another thing where we're like... Because Gaius Baltar spends this entire episode going, but how can I make this about me? Oh, yeah. So. But like, you'd think that then we're meeting one of the Cylons. That's I what don't, I, I just think you can't predict an episode from the previously on. But usually in shows, territory. you generally can. And look, we remembered Kat and we remembered Stim, so... We did. So we open with um, with Athena just flying through this radiation because hazy, sure. nasty radiation because she's tough that's fine mm-hmm. she's a Cylon she no, can take it it's not fine it's totally not fine that's my first note this is very unfair yeah just because you're tough doesn't mean people should make you endure hardship okay I agree yeah Right. I'm sorry, Athena. I think she volunteered. Yeah, I think I know, this is but she one of her like, she like yeah. She still feels like she has to prove herself. I think. Um, ridiculous. Yeah, she's she she comes through it all right though. She's she's strong as hell. Uh, so we have this kind of phone conference with Rosalind and Adama and Doc Cottle, and they're talking about. The food situation, which like is all of a sudden very all of a sudden, yep. the supplies are. It's a classic Battlestar Galactica plot. It's like all of a sudden this is a thing we didn't mention it before, but all of a sudden it's like that bad. Well, they, which is it makes sense that that would happen, but also like it they do mention a lot. What they what they do mention is that in the food production area they were producing food and a new. A new batch of food got mixed with the old batch of food and everything got contaminated. But ah. what sort of food they're producing, I have no idea because mostly it looks like they eat stuff that comes in like plastic wrappers that was probably made before the Cylon attacks. Mm. And what contamination? Don't know. And honestly, I think it's fine that they don't really get into it. Uh, I think there would be more holes the more they tried to explain there are a lot of holes in this. They eat a lot of episode. noodles. Do you think it was a noodle issue? I don't know. Hopefully not. Anyway. I wouldn't like to think the noodles would do that to anybody. I don't know. You could yeah. have a bad noodle. But they're, all of their food storage has been contaminated. And uh, Doc Cottle gives them seven to ten days at what sounds like bare bones rations to survive. How does? So Sorry, I'm really confused. Why does Doc Cottle have the food supplies? Does he not have enough to do? He is like the doctor on the ship. You would think that someone else would be in charge of that. I guess he is the expert in like, how long can the human body go <laughs> without eating? Now that makes more sense. Yes. 
but it shouldn't be on him to be maintaining the food stores. Hopefully Man's someone else to got the numbers to him. Yeah. He wasn't going around counting like sacks of grain. Well, I feel like he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, they are they have to go hunt for this disgusting algae that everyone's going to eat until they, I don't know, find a planet gotta with do better what food. what you got to do. Yeah. Better than eating other humans. Oh, God. Mm. Wait, yeah. did we talk about that story on air about that guy who had to amputate his leg and then he had a bunch of friends over to eat it? I don't, I don't remember if we, I don't think we talked about that on the pod. No, that's weird. It was a weird thing. What would you do? I just want to know. What would you do? Did we, I don't If know I if went we, to my friend's house and he was like, look, I don't have a leg. We're having leg for dinner. He, yeah. He just contacted them and was like, look, how often do you get a chance to eat a human? Yeah, no, I would definitely not do that. Yeah. Pretty unreservedly would stay away from that dinner party. I don't think I could. Like, I think I would want to think that I could, but I think I would. Why would you want to think that you could? Because it would just, because I'm a curious person. It's why I'm like a mostly vegetarian. But then if someone gives me something and it's like, this is a meat that we like sometimes, or I've made this and it's special. I'm like, I'll eat that because it's like, I like trying things. I don't know. I don't think you need to talk yourself into cannibalism. No, no. But like, <laughs> is it that bad? If, but like, I don't know, man. I just, it's just. A I'll see you get like. I feel like. I feel mad, like. Mad cow disease situation. Mm. But mad people disease. Oh, true. Yeah. It's probably not very good for you. Sorry, no, I it's not. Pe- animals aren't supposed to eat their own kind. They go crazy. It's true. Yeah, I shouldn't talk myself into that. It's a weird thing to talk myself into. I just want to be a cool person that would do that. But maybe those people aren't that cool. I don't want to be friends with or co-host a podcast with somebody who would be super <laughs> excited about eating human I'm flesh. Not so about it. I think we're we're on a good. We're on the same page. Good same page here. But still, that's really weird. So sorry I brought that up. But it was a weird news story that I wanted to share with the world. Honestly, I feel like they don't talk about cannibalism enough in this episode. Yes. No one even considers it as an option. Yeah. But like, that's where everybody's heads would be going. Tiny, not even spoiler, between this episode and the next one. They lose about 18 people on this journey. Do you think 18 people could have fed the fleet? For seven to ten days. Wow. Wow. Now there's there's a thought. That's canon now. Yes. Yep. Cannibalism. <laughs> good good one. Yes. <laughs> uh, but you and I have been talking about how nobody's concerned about the uh, food and beverage reserves. No. I wonder the, if they still have the whiskey. Ship since day one. Yeah. And like. Nobody should be drinking that much on an empty stomach. So yeah, except maybe I'm quite Colonel sure Ty. we're gonna see Ty drinking some whiskey after this episode. So I don't think they've run out just yet. No, then things would really be bad, right? Yeah. Oof. So we're like in the in the rack, and the the pilots are all together sharing their snacks. Okay. Like a little picnic. So it really... A grumpy little picnic. Didn't look like that. And I think that the first time I watched it, I really didn't get it. And because it was like plastic baggies and like white shit everywhere. And because they were talking about stims, I thought they were doing drugs together. Oh. Because if you look at that scene, it like, okay, I must have looked away for a minute or just, I don't know, grabbed my drink or written a note on my page. And when I looked up, all I saw is them like, I could hear them talking about drugs. And then I turned around and there's like a plastic baggie and then all this white shit on the table. And I was like, are they doing lines? I guess, yeah, like like furiously scraping up cracker yes. crumbs could look the, like the same level of desperation for somebody who really needs some drugs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. Okay. 
I don't know what Starbucks eating with a knife because everyone else has like half a cracker and Starbucks like carving something and I think eating that's why it off I was of her confused knife. Because I thought she was doing a line off of it? stuff off the knife, like just like so desperate that she just needed to get like that little bit extra, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I do think somebody says like, here, babe, eat this. And I don't know who is whose babe. And I'm very I bet it's interested. Apollo. I no. bet Apollo saying that to someone. No, because D's not there and he wouldn't be doing that yet. He wouldn't be. Look, I don't know. It's not. I think it's a chick who says, here, babe, eat these. And I just want to know that story. Who is whose babe? Yeah. Yeah. I, I might have just misheard story. it. And I didn't. I did not go back and read the subtitles because I want to believe that there's secret dating going on. But like, we just don't follow those characters. So is it really a secret? Well, a secret for, for right. us. I don't know. <laughs> So the credits tell us that there are 41,420 survivors now. We're down two from last episode. So like maybe two people have already starved to death. Maybe. Yeah. In my head, I just sang that like um, rent. (laughs) 41,420 survivors in space. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's going to be how we deliver it every fortnight from now on. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> you all asked for more singing, didn't you? Yeah, I'm sure I heard that. That's <laughs> just like we heard the babe thing. Mm, it's the same. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, your favorite threesome is back together oh again. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, I'm going to serve doing that. It's not good for the microphone. <sighs> I just have so many question marks and explanation points. They're all in there together I think this is a nightly ordeal. And then he's like, then she's like, I would like to hang around with you all day. And I'm like, yeah, you would. would. Yeah, you would. Oh, yes. The really casual, like taking like her hand off his back. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I just love it all so much. It's everything you'd want. It's my fantasy. I still would. I'd like it if Six or Deanna were the one in the middle. But sure. Gaius has a a small penis and a large ego. Yes. Gaius, not obviously our friend James Callis. No, who we know. We know about his penis. It's a very lovely one. Distractingly large. So I have a question about where the Cylons keep their clothing. Because there's nothing in that room but a bed. It's just a bed in the middle. Do you think they all have their own little like walk-in closet? Or do you think the Cylons have mastered like that hidden storage thing where like the walls are full of secret drawers that have all their clothes in it? Hmm. I just imagine her like walking out the door and it, like all the clothes assembling on her. Yeah, they you don't, don't actually like have that technology, but yeah. You don't know that. They they could have just You just selected. asked a question and I made an answer in my mind. It's like a very Jetsons kind yes, of uh, exactly a the thing. Jetsons. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see some centurions dressing her like Downton Abbey style where you have like your own maid who always oh, dresses yes. you. Yes, yeah. that could also be good. I think that would be cute. Yeah, or otherwise what you said. Like, but my, I my think this one would look good on you. <laughs> <laughs> the color matches your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like learning the latest hairstyles. <laughs> Silence always have fab hair. Yeah, they do. There's stuff going on on that ship that we don't know about. I just want to know about it. And you know who else does? Who? Gaius. Yeah. He's like, so what curious. do you all do all day? And I agree. Okay. There's so many silence. What the frack do they do all day? It's a good question. 
But also, guys, chill out. You have the best life. No, like, he's just, and you can see that little glint in his eye where he's like, Deanna's going to do a secret thing. I bet that secret thing is about me. Oh, yeah, for sure. But mm-hmm. like, guy, my guy, my guy, look where you just woke up in a luxurious, beautiful bed right. surrounded by it. two beautiful women. Stop asking fucking questions. You have a good life. No, he'll never accept that things can't be better for him. Yes. Well, anyway. Indeed. So Athena gets back from her mission looking real rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has to go through the radiation kind of tent and get sprayed down and checked out. And mm-hmm. and Apollo has this real shit line about like, she's a Cylon. She's fine. Yeah. Fuck you, Apollo. I yeah. had that in my notes, actually. Fuck you, Apollo. Yeah. So I this wrote. like Cylon hatred Apollo versus Hilo thing is still yeah. playing out. Now, um... Can we have a little conversation about how radiation works? Do tell. Um, Because it's not really a matter of like, because she's a Cylon and she can handle it, that like you could just go and hug someone right after you'd been in heavy levels of radiation. But they, she walked through a magic spray tent. Well, unless technology is like vastly different, which I guess it is. If there are robots who dress you, then. Yeah, but that's Cylon technology, y'all. We don't know about. Look, I just, it's just like this whole episode. They're like, they just treat radiation as if it just washes off. And that is not how radiation works. Yeah, they definitely, they send her through the little tent and they like scan her and say she, like, no radiation. Yeah, but it's, like, consistent throughout the whole episode with everybody Mm -hmm. and, like, even with the ships and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is, okay, so there was a story at the White House where someone had been going through radiation therapy and then the radiation levels of the place were escalated and so they got put in shutdown because they were worried about a radiation threat. That's how radiation works. I never heard that story. That's just a thing. And so, yes... (laughs) I did six months of medical radiation at university and it was a very long time ago. But one thing that I do know is that that shit does not just wash off. Yeah. You really need to like be far away from people who have, even if someone around you is going through radiation therapy or going through nuclear medical treatment, you need to be a bit careful around that because it doesn't just leave. Okay, this has been my TED Talk. Thank you for coming. I do really appreciate that in the hangar deck, they have these like tall little panels just kind of spaced out around the ships that are coming back in so they could like is it just are you trying to say do not come within this many feet of the ship because otherwise your protective barrier is not so protective no it's like they put a cubicle around it yeah it doesn't make any sense and anyway whatever it's fine it's it's what it is but like i just wanted to point it out because it annoyed me the whole episode fair totally fair we can chalk it up to space science but i i think you're right (laughs) Uh, so we have a a massive exposition scene and this is what i think they spent the most time science wise in the episode or just plot wise like Mm -hmm. making sure this kind of makes sense and kind of checks out for the viewer the radiation part is i agree a mess um but so they've got this star cluster it's too big to jump past and it's too big to go around. You can't go over it. You can't go under it. Wait, do you not have the bear hunt song in America? I don't know what it is. There's a song and it's like you're going on a bear hunt and you, you're singing about it. And then every time you face an obstacle, it's like, oh, no, a rock. 
and then it's like you can't go over it you can't go under it are the obstacles we'll there to, to prevent you from it. shooting bears whoosh, 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 whoosh. which is sad i don't know what it is it's just a song you sing when you're a child apparently not in long island or the rest of the u.s well look i don't know maybe other places in the u.s have that song maybe i feel like i've sung it with someone here before Anyway, so you can't go, you You can't can't, go over it. You can't go under it. You have to go through it. Indeed. Okay. So their big plan is because the civilian ships aren't sufficiently protected against radiation and they don't have great navigation capabilities. They're going to take all the people from the civilian ships, put them on Galactica, let the civilian ships run with a bare bones crew with a raptor to guide them. Is that how the 18 people died, maybe? Uh, yeah, well, they lost two ships, at least. Mm. At least two ships. It almost felt like they lost another one, but we only know about the ones that Cat and Hot Dog lost. So, no, but yeah. the, the Cat's one came back. No, Cat, the first one that Cat brought through oh, got yeah, lost, yeah. and that's why she was, for the second one, she's like, no, not again. Yeah. Um, can I say something that's quite funny about this? Is there's just a moment where like they're all talking and then Adama just like quietly moves his shit. He just starts playing with his little model toys. And then like, it's just, it's just so perfect. And Apollo's like, it. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Apollo like treats it like a revelation and Adama's like, I like my shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I read it too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the raptors, I guess, better than the vipers can handle radiation. And I think there's also something about like the vipers don't jump like the raptors can jump. Space science. Space science. (laughs) (laughs) So Galactica and all the raptors have to make this trip five times to get all the civilian ships through. I was trying to look up and by the the best guesses on the internet put the civilian ships. I'm not sure at what point in the series, but around uh, like 60 plus, like something like 64 total ships in okay. the fleet. Okay. So I think that that I think that kind of checks out with how many they're bringing over. How can they put them all on Galactica? That's a no, lot but of they people. do it um, in runs. In runs, so they put like people from like I don't know twelve ships. Yeah. On Galactica, get those twelve ships through. Okay. Put those people back on their ships at the algae planet, mm-hmm. and then Galactica and the Raptors go back to get the next fleet. So like it seems like this episode takes place over the course of about a day, but really I think it must have taken a ton of time mm-hmm. for all of this to happen for the people to get ferried to Galactica and then go through the thing and then go back to the ships and I know that the pilots are getting a little bit of rest in between so space science it, took, it must have taken a f- like a couple of days at least we assume we don't know yeah uh, we've got just Apollo being CAG Apollo giving a douchey speech yep yeah classic Classic Apollo, really inspiring the troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's got these little radiation badges. Yes. That they're are very supposed to be white. And, and then they are black when they're bad. Yep. Super high tech. Mm-hmm. Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, he calls Starbuck down to make an additional speech. And I just like that she's 
She's like, you're flying alone. So if you start seeing little toasters on your wing, nobody will be there to snap you out of it. It's a pretty good line. Also, Mm -hmm. I love that she's just like, we're just going to drug you all up. Yeah. Okay. So uh, (laughs) they're like, oh, BT dubs. No big deal. Chill, chill, chill. We're issuing stims. And Kat's like, hey, I had a major drug problem before. It was a huge plot point of a previous episode. (laughs) Could I maybe not do drugs? And could we also acknowledge that these are dangerous? And they're like, what the frack, cat? You got a fracking problem? Just do it. Yeah. No, they're, they're, I mean, to be fair, they're like, okay, it's it's um, okay, it's, it's an optional thing. Like if you had a, a huge, I don't know, cocaine problem and you got past it and then somebody was like, yeah, no, but we need you to do cocaine today and just fucking do it. <laughs> like it's oh it's great it sucks yeah it's not a really great thing how uncompassionate they are here i i mean the military is usually known for its compassion indeed (laughs) uh Uh, so meanwhile they've got they're starting to ferry people onto galactica and poor d is stuck being the one in the hallway who's like there's no food. If anybody told you there was food, they were lying. We don't have any food. Also, get out of this area. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dee could be doing more, but she's great at what she's doing. She's great at what what they give her to do. It doesn't matter what you have. See, Dee's doing the most with what she has. I agree. Okay, I agree. Great. Um, and who I think is doing. An amount with what they have is Mr. Neck Tattoo. Yes. He's who's on the first batch of civilians he's to come to Galactica, probably on purpose. The worst. And he calls Kat Sasha. 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 Which actually suits her as a name. I think so too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and we get this very dramatic scene between them. Like, I am Luan Katrain now. And you and Sasha were a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and it ends with this, like, do they know who you really are? It's so over the top dramatic and ridiculous. It's a lot. And also, like, given it's the end of the world, like, you know that saying, like, when the stakes are low, the politics are high? Mm. Like, that's very true. And the opposite is also true. Yes. Like, when the stakes are high, people are like, can she fly well, though? Like, damn, she had like a drug overdose and they're letting her fly again. I just don't really know if they would care. Although it may be Starbuck, but I just don't think that anyone else would care that much. I agree, but I think that Sasha probably has a lot of shame and doesn't want to be found out. For sure. Yeah. But I I agree that they'd be like, okay, cool. Whatever the fuck your name is, get in the ship. Yeah. We gotta go. (laughs) Um, Deanna... Has a fabulous white jacket. Yes. With a bunch of... And speaking of white jackets, State of the Union. I was going to bring up State of the Union. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That happened. But like, I mean, it was just... Do you think that she's wearing suffragette white on on, uh, on the the base star? Look, we can can canon that too. Base ship. I don't think they call it a base star. That's a Star Wars thing. Unsure. Space (laughs) stuff is confusing to me. Um, it's really funny because if you looked on the internet afterwards, people are like, fucking Democrats, white supremacists, KKK. And I'm like, guys, oh, guys, dear. guys. Oh, dear. Alexandra. <laughs> what's her? I always miss Alexandra the, Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez. I always miss the middle name. Uh, 
she is not a white person. I don't know if it's noticed, if anyone's really noticed. Um, there are a lot of non-white women wearing white. Yeah. Um, I think it's about the KKK, y'all. Like, not so much. Women have history too. Um, and the color white yeah. as a fabric yes. choice. It's not a skin color. A, a the, no, no, no. That was a Republican men who had the white <laughs> skin color. Yes. Usually you're looking for the men in the dark suits, actually. Yes. yes. As they, it turns out. they all wore the same outfit too. Blue suits, black suits. Yes. Yes. That's, That's about it. No one made a big deal about that. Nope. Um, so anyway, uh, so suffragette white for our gal. For our gal Deanna, but with like just too many buckles and snaps on it to where it almost looks like a straight jacket. Ah. And I'm kind of, I don't know. She's kind of into it as a, a, it's like almost a little steampunk, like just Ah. a little too many buttons and things for your typical Cylon outfit, which is very streamlined generally. Well, she's living on the edge. She is. Yeah. She's been doing things doing things they say the phrase doing things like three times in this episode (laughs) i hear you've been doing doing things uh yeah like dying over and over again yeah well so gaius gaius makes this big point of like oh i noticed you have a little dry goo in your hair that can happen if you're killing yourself every day and i feel like he's (laughs) taking the credit for being this amazing detective who's like i see that you have some goop in your hairline and not like six just obviously told him when they were in bed together yeah yeah (laughs) oh guys don't get to take credit for fragging everything guys yeah um it always seemed to me that like re-downloading was a process that could take a few days and it seems like she's got it she's got it down to uh, just an afternoon um, I also think that's a case of space science. Yes. Um, yeah, we got a lot of that this episode. I think, well, it's also if there's like a bunch of Cylons died all at the same time, then it the, it, there's while. like a backlog. But I feel like Deanna, maybe she can hack the system. So she's like, I'm going to be the first one revived every time. But also who's dying right now? Probably nobody. Yeah. yeah. Like we were with the humans. They got their own shit to deal with. They're not killing anybody. Yeah. Right they're now. just floating around in space yeah. and not getting sick anymore as far as we know. So yeah, she's probably the only one. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like slow day. Ooh. then she comes through and they're like excited about it. You know, it's like when you when you're working and there's heaps of people and you're like, oh, could you all just leave? And then, then there's no one there, and then someone comes in. And you're like, oh hi, it's so exciting to see a person. You know, it's just like that. It's I'm sure it's just like that. Exactly the same. Exactly I, the same kind of work. I a little bit think though that they're like, oh, finally nobody's dying. We can go get some other work done. And Deanna keeps being like, oh no, oops, I died again. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh, I just tripped and fell down the stairs. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every day with this bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness um yeah. yeah so meanwhile uh neck tattoo is Ugh. surprisingly being a douchebag no he's trying to blackmail cat for her food tries to all co- the food she doesn't come even on have. to her and be like but did you miss me like tries to undo her pants and just yeah. No, nobody nobody wants that. But also, like, I don't know if you know this, my guy, but actually what Kat's doing is, like, considerably more important than you sitting on a ship and, like, waiting for someone to rescue you. Well, yeah. So maybe just let her have her fucking food. Yeah. I think. Also, she doesn't have any. Also, she rejects him, pushes him away, walks away. 
uh it's a gr- it's just a gross yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's really boring. I'm. I don't. It's care a about gross, it. boring interaction. From what I heard, uh, that that dude played a significantly larger role in the original script, and they just kept editing him out more and more and more. <laughs> and I was like, good choices all around. <laughs> Give this idiot as little screen time as possible. It's not about you. Yes. Um, right. Yeah. So Ty is heading back for his first shift as a i'm thinking maybe somewhat more sober man let's not decide that until we have more evidence Uh, he just for his first day he doesn't seem wasted okay all right that's a low bar but he cleared it for ty that's i think all we're looking for okay um but he's nervous he's like killing time in the hallway like shuffling his feet around fixing his hair and adama sees him out there and he has this sweet little smile like my friend is back oh it's so precious they're very cute you know who's not smiling tell me your boy gata yeah gata's very um crosses his arms <laughs> <laughs> well you know he doesn't like to keep them straight Oh, mm. oh! That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Nice, nice one. Yeah, I had to throw it in there somehow. Was it the uh, the showdown with Gata that got Ty expelled from the CIC in the first place? I'm unsure. I think it might have been. Yeah, I don't have good memory. For Ty definitely things. did not want Gata to come back in. So. Oh yeah, that's right. He tried to kill him. They had that whole council, and he was like, Gator, dun, dun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they were so very much going to execute him. Yeah, so I feel like, <laughs> you know, Gator, go cross your arms. It seems fair, yeah, actually. You have a, a, a grudge that's valid. It's very valid. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and but they the, the rest of the, the staff applaud when he walks in. And in typical Thai fashion, he just yells at them. Yeah. Enough already. Don't you have jobs to do? <laughs> uh, so great Thai, thank you. I've, I've been working on my <laughs> Colonel Thai. They are finally on the mission. I think that's why Thai came back on this particular day because it's a big stressful day. Yes. Uh, so all the raptors have instructions to find their sheep. Yes. Which is a cute way to refer to all of the civilian ships. Yep. It's uh, they're going to be flying into a blinding bright d- haze. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So my, my big space science question is why do they have to have a visual on their, the, their, the ship they're paired with? You are looking at me like I might have an answer for you, <laughs> and that is to I am the get wrong them the person. Jump coordinates. You should definitely be asking our listeners this question because I have no idea. I think like the storyline it it almost checks out, and then it's like I just don't I don't fully understand. I guess they can't calculate the jump coordinates until they're f- at the place where they're jumping from, but still, I'm actually like I've just. I've just 100% like pretty much lost you. <laughs> and I feel like when this stuff happens, like, I'm sorry. I 
I love I love this show. I really do. But when this stuff happens, like I find myself just <laughs> tuning out and it's really hard. I have to like really pay attention. And then I'm like, no, but I just I can't. It doesn't. I don't I don't follow it. And even when you're out, I just felt my brain like drifting to another. It's like into <laughs> this place where it's like, la, la, la. <laughs> you know, I'm just somewhere else. That's fair. Yeah. I don't think anyone watches Battlestar Galactica for its extreme space science accuracy. Uh, I don't no. think that's the point of the show. I don't mean to offend any of our listeners, but I don't think we're wrong here. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> it's a great television, but don't think about it too much. It's like, okay, so everybody, you'll be happy to know that I finally watched Shit's Creek because Kaylee brings it up like every episode and I never I get the references. I think that's exactly true. You brought it up a few times, though. I bring it up in conversation with you a lot. Oh, but not. Okay. Anyway, I really like the show and it's really funny and I love the characters, but it doesn't make any sense. If they own the town, what does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean anything. No. But I think that's part of the why the show is funny is that that doesn't mean anything. But everyone in the town is like, I guess this is important enough that we'll give these people a free place to stay. But that's it. But that it's like, but they, they own the. T- what does that mean? Did they own all the town? They own all the town. What is all this anyway? So that just like I love the show, but then every time I start to go down that hole of like thinking about the actual premise of the story and how that fits into how the story yeah. rolls out, I'm like, why does he have to lease a store? It's his town. He owns the town. Does he have to lease? You know? Anyway, it doesn't make any it's, sense. Yeah, it's definitely my the old same spoilers for owning a, a weird town in the middle of nowhere exactly the same as coordinating a jump to an algae it's planet basically the same in the thing. middle of a super cluster yeah it's uh it's pretty much the same thing goodness exactly gracious sorry for the sirens everyone so sorry about that everybody those inconsiderate ambulances or fire trucks or something that's saving how dare life. people have an emergency <laughs> while we're trying to talk about old sci-fi <laughs> rude <laughs> so rude so as you were saying uh, on their first uh first trip to the algae planet uh hot dog loses the adriatic oh no i can't believe hot dog would do that no he didn't want to no he tried real hard not to yeah he's a good kid he's a good kid he got mm. real upset he was real sad yeah um so yeah, the the ships have a bare bones crew, but there are definitely still people on them and they don't they just don't talk about it at all. They just keep saying, "Oh, we lost the ship. We lost it." And no one's like, "We lost those nine people who yeah. were yeah, on that ship." Yeah. Um which is I don't know. Yeah. A choice. Shout out to those people who died. Yeah. That we don't care about. Sorry. Our friends on the Adriatic. Mm. Uh, Galactica is getting pretty fried, even on the first, uh, first jump. Um, but they make it to the planet. It's a, a really pretty looking planet with rings, like very blue green looking planet. With algae colored, would you say? Gorgeous rings. I might, yeah. but I would say algae covered. Oh. Colored. Is it algae or algae? I say algae. I don't know what I say. Because I'm a wacky American. Yeah, but I don't know because now I'm always confused if I just say words <laughs> wrong or if it's a legitimate like accent difference. I just tell people it's because I'm Australian I do that with their names too sometimes. 
because I can't bring myself to say Tara or Kara. I always have to say Kara and Tara. And when people mm. are like, it's, 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 it's Tara. And I'm like, no, it's not. Not for me. It's not. <laughs> I have a friend called Shani and she's like, it's Shani. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did think it was interesting listening to Ronald D. Moore. This was the first time I, I, really noticed it where everyone on the show for starbuck calls her kara and ronald e moore calls her kara yeah that's how you say it <laughs> but he is not australian or english <laughs> well he just says it right doesn't he <laughs> but it did make me wonder if he created the character to be called kara and everyone was just like yeah kara He's yeah like, oh, all right fine I have a, oh, I had a friend actually, she passed, but I had a friend back home who was Clara and, uh, and we would, that was like, hard for you. Yeah. <laughs> we would say it. Well, no. Well, it was funny because you, when you read that as an Australian, you say Clara right. and it's like all her social media was, well is because social media is not so great at leaving when someone dies. Um, all her social media would say like, uh, Clara like Sarah, <laughs> like in Back to the Future 3, <laughs> just like every time, like the whole life was a battle of just like Clara. Um, so yeah. So then sometimes it happens the other way too. But like, do you I just, say Sarah instead of Sarah? Sarah is when there's no H on the end. Oh boy. Oh, we say H as well <laughs> instead of H. No, you say H instead of H. Oh, fuck, I can't even remember Oh no, who even are you? <laughs> this is what i mean <laughs> you have to take me to australia sometimes so i can get confused about the way i talk but when you're in a place for long enough you do kind of forget which one is your thing because some people here especially because in australia i think we get it when someone else speaks with a different accent because we have a lot of people with different accents and just generally pay more attention to the rest of the world than they do here Whereas like here, it's like people genuinely might never have heard an accent before or like never met I mean, an Australian. less so in New York City. Less but. in New York. But you'd be surprised. Like I have to repeat myself a lot, uh, a lot more than I would think that I would have to. And it's just things as well. Like if you say like, like rubbish and trash or like, like rubbish bin, people never understand what I'm saying when I say rubbish bin. I think rubbish is a much more fun word than trash or it garbage. It is. It is. But like. I can't say it because I sound like a, a prick if I say it. Someone actually made a post the other day making a comment about American people who say rubbish and, or like making a thing being like, like it was like a meme of like a dog in like a gangster hat or something being like people who say rubbish instead of trash. And I'm like, I say rubbish, but I'm just Australian. <laughs> I think that's fine. Um, anyway, there are a lot of things. We can talk about this forever, but apparently I've forgotten how to say the letter H. <laughs> are you sure it's not the other way around? I have heard you say H so many times and I, I usually notice it because I think it's kind of cute. Oh. And I definitely say H and not H. So. Jeez Louise, I'm losing it. You are. I've lost. I don't even know what's up and down anymore. Anyway. Okay. How does it How's the song go? What? How you does can't the song go over? <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, Cat has lost the Karina. It's a pretty, pretty hard jump from like hot dog losing a ship to I think we come back from 
commercial breaks because that used to be a thing. Yes. Uh, and Kat loses the Karina, which kind of really just looks like it disappears. Like the ship is just there and then it's not. Mm. Which almost makes you wonder if Kat is like hallucinating or... Did she see toasters on her wings? Little toasters on her wings. Mm-hmm. I just think like little toaster sounds really cute. It does. Like little baby Cylons. <laughs> oh, I just got a visual. <laughs> Hi. That's so cute. Hi, Kat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like they'd be just a friendly little, little baby robot. They would. They'd be yeah. like, oh, I can see so That's for when we make Battlestar, like the children's show. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except drugs are not for kids. Yeah, well, it wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be for this episode. Yeah, even though this episode would have inspired it. Yes. Uh, so they get back on Galactica. Hot dogs just puking everywhere. Hilo is real mad, probably, probably because Cat lost his ship. But it almost seemed like Hilo also lost his ship, just based on how angry he was. Men like to take credit for women's work, so. Yeah, but they don't like to take credit for women's failures. Yeah, but I was joking. (laughs) And then you just made it not funny. Obviously, I didn't make it not funny. I'm hilarious. That's the mark of a great comedian (laughs) is to blame your audience for not getting the joke. I know. I've seen that happen before. (laughs) I think I told you when that white guy used the N-word on stage and then no one said anything. which is Which white guy? Uh, just as so a comedy many. seller and no one said anything uh which is legit like it was just crickets and then he started abusing the audience for being like liberal douchebags and i was like i just think that no one thinks that's okay yeah. i don't think it's anything also you are in new york city so i mean play to your audience bro <laughs> go down south somewhere and make that joke it's yeah, just or not don't. funny <laughs> like or just don't ever make that joke oh no agree yeah. it's not funny um and so this is where i think com- comedy can be a place for free speech but you have to yourself in front of an audience and then live with live with the consequences exactly yes yeah go ahead my guys say whatever the frack you want but we're not gonna laugh at you and you can't abuse us when we don't be funnier yeah so lisa don't abuse me when i don't laugh at your jokes (laughs) (laughs) i didn't abuse you i just pointed out that i'm hilarious and you ruined my joke Uh uh-huh uh so all the raptors are just like fried looking they're just covered in radiation gunk they have to do a few more trips too they do and the like the well i think we're at the point where there's one more round trip to go um but yeah those those ships are looking real rough yeah um another inspiring speech from apollo oh i can't even remember it truthfully he just he really did not get the speech making skills of his father (laughs) That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just every word out of Adama's mouth, you're like, yes, I can be better. I will do better. <laughs> and every word out of Apollo's mouth is like, frack me. Is this guy still talking? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, check your instruments, guys. We can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's helpful when everybody's like trying their hardest and like succumbing to radiation poisoning and you're mm-hmm. like be better i don't know i just don't find that very motivational yeah not so much yeah anyway not, not the best boss no nope. um and as as a, a treat for us we get this precious little scene with adama and ty 
very in cute Thomas quarters. Are they just giggling. Where they're giggling, um, but we do get a little a little info on the Marines that I'm always fascinated about. That uh, Ty throws out numbers that there's a hundred Marines too weak to work and two hundred more ready to drop. So there's like a lot of Marines. And I there saw, are hundreds of Marines. Wait, did we learn that they don't they don't go in the ocean? Yeah, we learned that the Marines are, I think, primarily associated with the Navy, but they're their own thing and they kind of do all the stuff. They still sound very oceany to me. Also, my grandfather was still in the Marines. Okay. As I announced in a previous episode, and I still am not entirely sure what they do. Yeah. It's okay. A lot of people's grandparents do jobs that they're not really sure what that is. Fair. I have a lot of friends who do jobs that I don't really know what they are. Also fair. Mm. I don't I don't ever know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. Um yes, business, business, business. That's just me on a little keyboard. Like yes. That. <laughs> you can't see, but uh Lisa looks like one of those cats that someone has playing a keyboard where they're moving the paws <laughs> up and down. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> <laughs> All day. Business, 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 business. business. <laughs> That's how I feel about people who work in like high finance. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are like investment bankers and, and they like, say all those money words. Yep. And I'm like, cool, bro. <laughs> I am pretty sure there's an easier way to explain that, but you obviously have a fragile ego and want to make me feel stupid. So you go right ahead and do that and make all your money. And yeah. never see the sunlight. You can do that as being a financial officer or being the CAG of Galactica. You can do it as both. <laughs> uh, so people are panicking because there's no food. They get people to this planet and the people are like, wait, there's still no food. <laughs> Ty makes a comment about thinking there's like those. a restaurant and a waiter ready to take your order. Which is a great line. It is. And also, guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? Gaius? No, guys. But let's oh, talk guys. about guys. No, I let's not like... talk about guys. Yeah, oh, we're almost there. Okay. But um, Adama asks if people are still eating paper, and Ty's like, "No, there's a paper shortage." Ah, <laughs> uh? I just feel like these guys—they're in a different show this week. <laughs> like everyone else is on this but really serious are... drama thing, and these guys are like high comedy. I love this moment though because I think. I think it is a really honest moment about like you're delirious with hunger in a huge stressful situation. Like they probably haven't slept in a few days. And I just, I think that's where I would be at. It's like, cause there's no paper. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly where I would be at. Yeah. I think that would be you and me. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. We're like that after recording podcasts for an hour. Do you think they're eating the corners of the paper? (laughs) (laughs) Is that how this all really started? (laughs) It's like they had, they had rectangles and squares. (laughs) They've just been eating the corners of everything. All this time. Mm -hmm. That's been the secret ingredient. (laughs) uh so the neck tattoo sneaks onto the flight deck which like just i i think probably the crew is stretched thin but you'd think that they would have some kind of security measure against civilians just wandering into the room where's d when you need her right yeah just yelling about food in the hallway yeah yes yeah um so yeah gaius meanwhile 
is like, so I understand uh, you say you've been seeing the faces of the final five Cylons. And I was just wondering if one of them might happen to be me. (laughs) He has this such uh, the most guyish line of like, well, I want to stop being a traitor to one set of people and start being a hero to another. (laughs) Tell me, Deanna, am I your hero? Like, and it almost looks like she's going to give him hell. She's like, have I seen your face? I don't know. I can't remember anything. I can't remember. I also, in my head, in the background of that scene is was Andre Iglesias' song Hero playing. You know the one? Like, do you, I don't want to Was it one of the again. hero songs we sang the last no, time? No, it wasn't actually. <laughs> it's the one that's like, I can be a hero, oh, baby. That's such can a good one. Can you just imagine Gaius? Like, just like, you can see him just like swishing his hair. You're his getting luxurious a, hair. You're getting a, like a peek into how my imagination works when things happen. That's what happened. <laughs> when Slow things motion, happen. When things happen. When people are doing things. When people are doing things. <laughs> Gaius's hair, slow motion in the wind while Andre Iglesias plays in the background. That's what I saw. I I think You're that's welcome. exactly how the scene went down. Yeah, that's how it happened in my head. Uh, so she has these like crazy drawings that are just sort of un- in- indefinable faces. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She's going through a weird time. Yeah, she is. I'm, um, um, I was just actually just trying to get back where I was at my notes. I feel like I had things to say. Um, yeah, I think that they refer to the thing as it. Oh, yeah, we're not, we haven't... um, I think I missed a part of my notes. But we also, I think you're talking about the hybrid and we haven't actually gotten to the hybrid yet. Okay. Oh, wait, we have the scene first. We have the scene with (laughs) Starbuck and Kat where they somehow do not make out. I have no idea how that happens. So there's this brief little moment where Starbuck first finds Enzo is the neck tattoo's name. Uh, and like somehow she knows his name. Like we, there's, I don't know if she just went up to somebody else and was like, "Hey, who's that guy with the neck tattoo?" And they were like, "That's Enzo." Yeah, that's uh, probably what happened. That's probably. I guess we really didn't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she confronts him again. Absolutely love it that they give him no dialogue, and then she's just in the room with Cat. Like, so I know your backstory. And then I'm sorry, but like. There's just, they're just so, people do not sit that close to each other and have a conversation. No. Like, unless, although Stephen Colbert does a hilarious skit on his show called Personal Space, where they both put their head inside a box and have a conversation. (laughs) Have you ever seen that? Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's like uncomfortably close. They're just inside a box and asking each other personal (laughs) questions. I, I encourage you all to Google it. Um, yeah, maybe that's what they were going for. It's <laughs> people scene. just don't talk. I remember. Sorry, you go. No, you go. Um, I was going to say, I remember they were saying this when they recorded the first episode of Buffy and Buffy and Giles were like super close to each other's faces mm. and talking. Mm-hmm. And after watching it, they were like, no, no one, no one is that close to each other when they talk. We are never going to do that again. Not ever. I think there's a lot of this on Galactica because they're, they're making a big effort to be like, not this cold space show where everyone is official and everyone's like standing very straight at a distance but also like space rooms 
but also like they're that they're in a really big corridor or some shit. They like, are, they but pan out and there's a lot of space around them. I think in every like interrogation scene you've ever seen, someone slams their hand on a table and gets right in someone's face. Yeah, but it's for too long. Like you can deal with it for like a second, but like that goes on for a really long. I was like, whoa. Like, I'm impressed and like, I'm just super impressed they didn't make out because I don't think I could actually put my face that close to anyone's face and not make out with them. Well, there are certainly some people, but Katie Sackhoff slash Starbucks is not one like of them. Maybe like my brother, but like, if it was like a human, they're like, I don't know. It's really close. I think there are some gross people That's who true. could be up in your face. You'd want to be like eating like tons of garlic for that scene so that like mm. you would be apparently Sarah Michelle Gellar. And I was going to tell it if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they would have a breath off. Yes, so <laughs> oh, I love it anyway. Uh, yeah, she Starbucks certainly feels that invasion of personal space is a useful interrogation method mm-hmm. uh so we whereas people are like yeah let let interrogate me more yeah no that's exactly what i'm saying yeah uh so we find out that cat took the name uh luann katrain from a girl who died a couple days a couple days before the attack or during the attack or something like that um and she used to be a drug runner named Sasha who moved stuff and people. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole thing that is like, you moved a Cylon, and it's like, yeah, it's a. a she's like, like, we didn't know they look like people, and it's like, dude, you don't. Even, you had freaking a Cylon on your ship that you were friends with. Her name was Booma. Like, chill. Yeah, Starbuck. the The whole cat Starbuck thing is always pretty exhausting, and I, I, I always think it's. They, they make a big point of, oh, these characters are so similar and Starbuck, like, has a lot of self-hatred, I think, and yeah. tries to take it out on Kat, who she views as someone who is a lot like her. No. That's kind of how I I view it. I'm not, I'm not saying that's a good choice yes. to make. It's okay. I'm just, I'm just making my noises over here. <laughs> of disapproval but you can think uh but yeah no i think starbuck has a lot of self-hatred and she sees a lot of herself in cat so she hates cat and takes it out on her um starbuck does have a lot of dialogue in this scene where she's like well yeah we're doing this and yeah we're doing that and you're a bad like she keeps saying yeah instead of you Mm. and Mm. it does it's not something starbuck has ever done before or katie sackoff has ever before i blame it Jane feels Espenson. like uh you think you're a wise guy eh? like, <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange <laughs> but she oh, makes Jane. this this point about um uh the cat lied to get in with the good people who weren't criminals and just like starbuck like your fucking you know record would, is that clean i don't know if i would put starbuck in a good person category like i think starbuck does good sometimes questionable person category at best i think starbuck also usually does good when she can do what she wants to do like Mm -hmm. ride planes and (laughs) ride planes (laughs) fly raptors (laughs) i'm gonna ride some planes (laughs) my name's starbuck i like to ride planes (laughs) look (laughs) i'm sorry you know what I mean? It suits our <laughs> interests. Yeah, no, I I I think Starbuck 
<laughs> it morally is a very questionable figure. Yeah. Uh, and this whole good people monologue is yeah, it's just not right. Anyway, let's move forward. Mm-hmm. They didn't make out. We were all unhappy. They didn't make we're out. We're gonna check out the deleted scenes just to make sure. I just feel like that's content that would have found its way to me if it existed. <laughs> Uh, but Kat begs her to at least like let her. she wants to tell Adama herself, yeah, uh, which I think is fair. And also they got a lot of other shit going on right now. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's that important at this minute. I do think that Starbucks is like real hungry and has had a lot of stims and not a lot of sleep. And that's part of what is fueling. This oh, when you said hungry, I thought of horny? a different kind of hungry. <laughs> I think Starbuck is always horny. <laughs> I heard hungry, but it's I like interpreted it as horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so we're back with Deanna and guys, and she's in a different outfit, which means either this is a new day or they got up to something that required her to change her clothes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the second one. Mm, it's just more fun that way. Yeah. While well, she walked through one of the Jetson hallways. Yeah, it's like how we like in their minds, they're creating when we saw six creating that forest on the ship, like maybe they can just in their minds create what outfits they're wearing. Mm. Yeah, although that would probably just mean they were naked all the time and pretending they were wearing clothes. Uh Yeah, Yeah. you're into that. Yeah, you like that. Mm hmm. Uh, so they go to see the hybrid and they do keep calling the hybrid it. I don't know if that was one of your notes. That was one of my notes. Cause you said it before. I did. And I, I don't know. I might've edited that bit out, but maybe I didn't. But if I did, Sometimes now you know. talk about things before we're recording or while we're recording and you don't hear them. <laughs> because I go back and I'm like, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself, self, you're a dickhead. <laughs> Uh, That's exactly how that conversation usually goes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, because they had previously were referring to the hybrid as a she. And now it's an it. And I, I it's actually... It's very dehumanizing. It's dehumanizing, but also like what part of the hybrid would be gendered? Like it's oh, half human, no, half Cylon, half But also ship. then not gendered. Like, it is just a very... It is not the way you talked about yeah we didn't have the gender neutral they as prevalent back then i don't know if that would be more appropriate because it does feel more like an object yeah but she feels unnecessarily gendered except that obviously like i'm assuming the actress who plays the hybrid identifies as female um i i don't think there's anything about a hybrid that should be gendered yeah i mean i don't know i think it's not just my own personal yeah thoughts great Thanks. Um, it just felt very impersonal. And then especially because, like, I mean, frick, like, Lucy, Lu- Deanna, 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 Diana, Deanna, Deanna, Deanna. Um, <laughs> she is like, ah, she does talk a lot of shit. Hey. And then Bolter's like, no, this is all has meaning. These are all the meanings. Yeah. So, okay. He sticks his hand in the what is sometimes i feel like goo but i guess for the hybrid it's just like more like water it's not it's not the resurrection goo very rude sticks his hand in there but then this fracking hybrid grabs his hand and it's like intelligence a mind that burns like a fire and it's just do what 
stop feeding this man's <laughs> ego. It's already so big. It's going to explode the ship. What are you doing? Yeah. And is he that intelligent? Hmm. Is it one of those situations where it's like, like, uh, Who said she's in the, in the matrix when that chick is like, you're not the one, but he really was the one. Like she's just telling him what he needs to hear. Yeah, for sure. To mm. make something happen. I think that's probably what it is. And he's just eating it up. Really is. He's like, finally, someone sees me for who <laughs> I truly am. I feel seen. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is. I, I read this scene almost two different ways. And one was like a high schooler writing an analysis of poetry where it's like, yes, I see the deeper meaning of these terms. I think that's usually how I see Gaius's bullshit. But the other, um, I actually, I crowdsourced this in the buffering Facebook group in which we huh. met. Um, I was trying to remember what scene it was in a TV show where someone makes strings a bunch of nonsensical clues together. And it was Bojack Horseman. Oh yeah. 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 It's really funny. Where Todd is, is like, great. Oh, well this is a, th- Oh, I think it's been done in more than one TV show. I'm sure. It but I, I like, I definitely think I saw something the other day that did that too. But um, yeah, Bojack yeah. Horseman did it really well. Yeah. Where he's like, Oh, and then cereal. And then just suddenly yeah. it comes to him eating cereal. And then he's like, wait a minute. Plants grow in the ground. That <laughs> means somebody was planted here to make me do this thing. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's such a great show. Uh, and it, it just, it's some combination of all of that. I did look up cow-eyed Hera was really a thing. It was, it's a Homeric epithet. Epithet. <laughs> I was going to say ethylet. That was okay. not correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, Homer in his writings. Um, is it epitaph? No, no, that's something else. Epithet. Okay. It's like a ty- It's like a weird sort of. I'm sorry, my the knowledge. E- of the <laughs> example that they they all all the websites throw around is rosy fingered dawn. Oh, that's okay. a Homeric epithet. Okay, great. As is cow-eyed Hera. Okay, great. But that's uh, just—it's an actual head. thing that people used to say. I don't know, but they somehow get from that to the eye of Jupiter, and the drops of Jupiter in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Deanna's like, do you think there's some connection between like human gods and the Cylon god? Mm. I, I none lo- of them. Are I real. lose this show when they get too deep into religion. But um, anyway, yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, I bet what we're looking for is hidden in a star cluster." Oh my goodness! Like a big one that you can't just jump through or go around. Can't go over it or under <laughs> no, it. No, you cannot. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest reach is she's like a hand, and guys is like. A hand. A hand is five fingers. There are five final silence. I'm probably one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, guys. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm probably one of them. <laughs> Haven't we already determined that he is not a Cylon? He went onto that he fracking wants ship. so badly to be one. I guess if you were the only. He's he, going all he's right. He's in a whole race of beings and he's the only one that's not that thing. But he's doing all right. He's clearly doing fine. He's I tell you what, pretty well. if I was on a ship and I was being fed and I had a big bed in the middle of a room big bigger than my apartment mm-hmm. and then I had Six and Diana sleeping with me, 
I would not be questioning so many things. Well, that's why you're not Gaius Baltar. I would with intelligence in a mind that burns like a fire. Well, excuse you. <laughs> it's never enough for him. Nothing's ever enough for him. Yeah. Well, he has to be the lost. hero of the Cylon race now. Yeah. Huh. All right, so let's get back to Galactica. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Kaz uh, hair is just falling out, and her special radiation badge is completely black. Uh, and then the, uh, we see the scene of her like just looking like absolute rubbish. Mm-hmm. Good use of the word. Thank Kaylee. you. Thank you. Uh, and then we see a scene of her looking fine. And going to hook up with neck tattoo. And yeah. I'm just, one I was wondering fling. if they were trying to show us a previous scene or if she like worked really hard to clean herself up or if they were just like, no, we can't. She looks like a zombie and that's not sexy. So we just have to. Who says zombies aren't sexy? Haven't you seen Bob's Burgers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's always <laughs> fantasizing about zombies. Well, this show was not written by Tina Belcher. <laughs> Uh, she does like she looks like a straight up Walking Dead zombie, I think and then all of a sudden she's fine, are. and yeah. she goes and fracks neck tattoo. Yeah, and I just there's either a timeline issue or a personal a hygiene issue that has not. But then she comes back looking like shit again. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's that was just a scene that they had that was not supposed to be there. And then they were like, shit, we have this sex scene, though. Let's throw that in. We love sexy sex scenes on this show. Yeah. And we shouldn't have a sexy sex scene with a zombie looking person whose hair is yeah, but like out, maybe they'd so. shot it already. And then it was like, oh, where do we throw it? Oh, we'll put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little confusing. Uh, they just wanted to put sexy times. They did. Yeah. That was also very uninspiring. It was, he's just, so, like, I don't Both feel like she did it for him. I feel like no, she, she did it just, like, one last frack before wet. I go on this yeah. suicide mission. For sure. Uh, but I don't, it's not a storyline that I'm here for. No. No, it's pretty Would you do that if gross. you knew you were going to, like, maybe die? Would you just go frack someone? I feel like I, I probably. I think I would frack neck tattoo yeah but she obviously had a thing for him we've all had those guys that we've yeah. had those things for or girls or whoever we all had those people honestly yeah who make us crazy i've had people like that and i'm like i think about it and i'm like you shouldn't do that and then i know if i saw them again luckily especially if it was your last last day oh, fuck yes i would i'd be like existing. you're terrible for me <laughs> let's have sex yeah you, no you're probably right yeah okay we can justify that uh, so then she, they're on the last run and Kat is looking for a ship, which is called, I think the Faru Sadin and everyone on the show has as much trouble pronouncing it as I do because they all mm. say it a different way. That's great. And the jump site has gotten somehow worse and Adama calls it like, Hey everybody, we have to jump now. And Kat holds off and she looks for the ship and there's this big stressful waiting moment and then she comes through good job yay yeah uh so her she she manages to pilot her ship back to galactica there are those silly little screens around the ship and everyone's at a distance but she comes out and she has her victory moment and she pumps her hands in the air and then she falls right over that's a really brutal fall 
It is. That stunt person, good job. I yeah. assume it was a stunt person. The stunt work on Galactica is consistently very good. Yeah, it was like I, I again brutal. think that my bar is set absurdly low because I'm a Buffy fan. Yes, but, but it was. It was like really like it looked like, oh, you had a little shoo, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. So uh, she's in the hospital or in the, I don't know medical wing or whatever they call it Mm -hmm. and starbuck comes in she's like hey her do you wanted to see me i was trying to not do this also i love starbucks she's just like thanks he has enough sleeping pills to kill you she does have a a nice little slightly redeeming speech where she's like we all have to live with like the things we regret away from the things you've created. <laughs> Sorry, I really botched that, but you get what I mean. Close enough. We actually don't listen to that every time we record. <laughs> so I tried to do it in one of the last episodes and I fracked it up too. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but she is she was basically like, I didn't mean that whole thing about good people, okay? So if you want to kill yourself, here's enough sleeping pills to do it. And she literally just says, I gotta go. Yeah, I like know. a five year old. It's great. I gotta I go. just love her. She's like <laughs> I don't know how to say my feelings. So here, you can kill yourself now. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a nice thing to do to give someone the opportunity to do that when they're going to die very painfully anyway. Yeah, and when those re- those like medical reserves mm-hmm. would I I don't know what the assisted suicide laws are on Galactica anyway i'm assuming in a culture that has banned abortion yeah it's probably uh, they've also banned assisted suicide but also like they have limited medical supplies so i'm sure sleeping pills would not be given out so generously i think that we can agree it's a nice gesture i like the line it's enough (laughs) i was like okay Uh, and that's that I think is Starbucks best way of making amends. Yes. Yeah. That's how she f- does feelings. Uh, but Adama comes in with this like super sweet idea to make her the CAG again. And she's just like, oh, dude, like, you know, I can actually do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I'm going to uh, be good. <laughs> Sir, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> Um. No, it's it's a very sweet gesture, and she's like, "Yeah, I would like that very much. Thank you." Um, and he, she tries to confess her past, and Adama just doesn't really let her. He's like, "Whatever it is you want to confess, it's not going to change what you've done, right?" Yeah. But also, like, it would be kind of cool if he knew her real name. Yeah, I don't know. All I w- know is that. I want to die with Adama at my bedside telling me stories and pretending I'm his third child. Right. Also, he is very liberal with how he just gives people child status. And if he says three is a good number, what the fuck about Starbucks? Well, I think they've been they've been in a bad place for a while. I know, but he, he, that's not how children work. He also, doesn't just decide that they're not your child if anymore. If Cat wasn't dying, he wouldn't have called her into like his quarters and been like... God, I think of you as my daughter. No, like, he's just only happening away. because it's she's cheap. dying. It's cheap. It's cheap, but I'd take it. <laughs> I'd take it. If he was by my bedside, I would take it. Heck yeah. Um, There's nobody m- you'd want by your bedside more than Papa Adama. That's how I want to die. Yeah. I'm throwing and it out there it, now. It's such a sweet moment because he doesn't talk about his personal life with so many of the crew like mm. he really especially now feels like he has to keep his distance yeah but he's like yeah she gone die 
She gone die. Let me tell you about the birth of my sons. My I wife. I was wanting to tell Let's people this for up. ages, and now I've just got you here. Did you know You're I never had tell a daughter? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a very sweet scene, and it's followed by this like placing of the name cards on the board. Oh, I saw one of the names of the. There were a lot of names that were up on there that board. There were a lot of names. There's Nacho, but with an R. N-A-R-C-H-O? Yeah, we talked about Nar- we? we talked about Nacho the last time you made fun of oh. me and told me that I only knew white people. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. I forgot about that. But it's Nacho with an R. I was thinking on the theme. There's just a consistent thing with Battlestar Galactica, where it's just like shitty people do like one really good thing and then die. They're redeemed forever, forever. Yeah. And it made me think about. Have you seen The Good Place? Yeah. You know when they have that character who's in the medium place, who was yeah. just like a really shitty person. <laughs> but did something very good right at the end. Right at the end. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, we don't know what to do with you. And so I just feel like all of these people are in like the medium place. Well, the medium place would be, I think, maybe a little less medium if there were other people there. I think the one of the worst things about the medium <laughs> place is you're there by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, the medium place is hilarious. But it's I, one of my favorite plot lines <laughs> on that show, actually. <laughs> But um, yeah, it just like, it's just a really consistent theme. It's like, this is this person. They're pretty shitty. They do a lot of shitty things. Oh, wait, they did this one good Kat's thing. that shitty. Yeah, but like, she's not that she great She used to run either. drugs. People need drugs. It's true. People need know. to get places illegally. I just feel like if it was just this one thing that like one time that it had been like a character who was like, Anyway, it's just a thing that happens like every second episode. Cat's like a little questionable, but I don't, I, I don't totally lump this in the same storyline as like well, all of those Pegasus pe- commanders yeah, yeah. that kept happening. Yeah, I guess that she's not as bad, but it is like a consistent thing that happens where they're like, "Are we going to honor you so much? Why don't they just honor the living more?" Well, fair. Why don't any of us honor it's like, the living um, more? Hamilton is it in Hamilton? Oh, there's a line, and it's like um. They named uh, a street after him and he's like, oh, all I, he had to do was die. Yeah. All he had to do was That's die. That's a lot less Let's work. I'm going to give, give it, it a try. try. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'm so glad you knew the line I'm I was I'm here for of. you with all your um, Hamilton needs. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. What is a legacy? That's like my favorite. That I think that's beautiful. Anyway, go listen to Hamilton. But I do think that like they made a choice on this episode to not bring in a character we've never fracking seen before. Which is, I respect and that. Give them an entire episode in which they exist to do this heroic thing and then die. Yeah, like, but they could have done the. Yeah, you're right. I think they made a better choice. Like, yeah. They weren't going to kill off one of our super faves. And I think that was smart. But they killed off somebody that's been around for a long time mm. who had like a notable presence on the show. And th- I think that was a big choice. I think it was a good choice. And yay, Jay and Espenson <laughs> for killing someone off. Good job living up to your Buffy legacy. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. So that's right. the episode. Yeah. Well, so I do want to talk about this like missing persons wall, though, mm-hmm. that still exists on the ship that yeah. we haven't seen in a while. So Kat um, or Starbuck goes to put up Kat's picture, um, but she puts it up apparently right next to the picture that Kat put up Aww. in the Scar episode of that dude's girlfriend that she was trying to find, Aww. which is like just kind of a sweet little touch. And then Apollo is just lurking in the background. Yeah, that's really weird. It's really weird. He's just like watching it's kinda her. kind of weird. Like Maybe I think he's, he's just like giving her space to be. Or he's just like emotionally freaked out Starbucks. 
Yeah. And he's just like, I've got to see this. And he's just watching it. I think it's better than if he came up and like aggressively tried to comfort her. True. But it's, there's something, I don't know. Yeah. Something a little weird about ending on that note. Yes. Yeah. So there we are. There was an episode of television. It was indeed. It was one that we watched and discussed. Yes. As Um, we are wont to do. (laughs) Give me the counts. (laughs) Yeah, we got counts. So we got, well, just notable Cylons. We have Athena, Deanna, and Caprica Six. There are also plenty of Cylons running around in the background. Mm -hmm. But those are the, those are our main gals. And the, is a hybrid count as a Cylon? Yeah, we count the hybrid too. Yeah. Yeah. We, We think you're human enough. Yeah, Hybrid. even though we can't agree what your pronouns are because I don't think you have gender, but also it feels disrespectful. It is disrespectful. It's a hard time for pronouns. We're all figuring it out. Yeah, it's true. fine. Mm. Uh, we have 11 fracks. We've Great. got one it's for Apollo, number. one for Adama, two for Starbuck, three for Hot Dog, and Cat wins the episode with four, which I I'm think is appropriate. I'm actually just really impressed the Hot Dog got three in because we barely saw him. He had a lot of fracks all kind of right in a row when he lost that one chip. He was real mad about it. Yeah. It's like, that's fair. frack, frack. Yeah. Frack and chip. That's, yeah. That's yeah. kind of how my cameo would be. Cool. We have finally, with the last episode, I think, put to rest the stuff that happened on New Caprica. Do you have any predictions going forward now that we're kind of in, we've like started to oh. get into the the next plot line of season three? Interesting. Starbuck and Apollo? Is that even really a prediction, though? But, like, shit's going to happen with them. Okay. Do we reckon? Maybe. Yeah. Um, I haven't really thought that much about predictions, truthfully. Do you have any thoughts about this Cylon situation? At the moment with Diana and Hera. So maybe they're going to come find the Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the lamest prediction that you've ever heard? <laughs> I will put more thought into it for the next one. All right. Yeah, um, we're just we're just barely gr- grazing some plot points. I feel like that we might see again. Okay. But yeah. No spoilers. We'll see. Yeah, and actually, I mean, I'm gonna say that the sponsor for this episode is that cafe in Greenpoint that gave us three sets of DVDs. You don't think they'd give us a DVD player, do you? I mean, <laughs> maybe. Don't forget to follow us on the social media. Heck yeah, we have fun conversations. On Twitter, we do. Thank you so much for oh, everybody's yeah, we, comments. We should talk about uh, the BDE poll from last episode. Oh yeah, almost forgot about that. Now, we took Roslyn out of the mix because... I just felt like Unfinished Business was... I agree. But I actually, what I really wanted from everybody cause, is just like, tell us what you think about BDE. About what it is a what measure is of it? truly. Yeah. Do you, do you think that it is kind of the quiet, like, you know, sitting back and, you know, what do you think? So I know that our winner was not my pick. Okay. So remind us what your pick was. Um, I was all team Anders. Okay. Which I think would be a little bit of a surprise, as I don't think Anders is a main, main focus of that episode. He's a pretty focus, though. 
That's in English. He's a pretty focus. <laughs> he is a pretty focus. He's a pretty man. Um, no, but I mean, I just think the way that he dealt with the Starbucks marriage thing, like just being like, you guys work out your stuff. Like that was all very BDE of him. I do not disagree. However, our our big winner was Adama with 56% of the votes. Wow. Wow. And I I agree with the results. There's some small part of me that just loves Starbucks hitting people so Starbuck much. Starbucks got 0%. 0%. So I think no that we BD. know how you all feel about that. But really, please comment on that um, thread because I want to hear what you think we should be rating BDE on. I'm just curious well, to hear I think about it. I think it's always up for discussion and I think it's always a little bit situational. But I do think Adama stepping into that ring, like knowing, kind of knowing he was going to get his ass kicked, mm. but doing it anyway to like teach a lesson and being a badass and not like getting in there and being like, I'm an old man, you can't hit me. Like, yeah, he freaking went in there and fought like a champ. Yeah. And okay, I, I I see a point. I think it was super badass and super BD. So who are our nominations for this episode then? That's a good question. Do do we nominate Kat? She I don't know. she makes a big sacrifice here. I guess we could. <laughs> it's her last chance to be nominated. Okay. So we're for, gonna nominate Kat first and last nom for Kat. Posthumously. Posthumously? That's a word I don't that know I was how they say for. that in Australian. No, English. I don't even know how I say it. Anyway. You don't know how you say anything anymore. No, I've just lost it. <laughs> um I didn't I'm not even drinking beer. I, I a little bit want to nominate D just for like taking care of business in yeah. the one scene we see her. <laughs> um we can nominate D. There's no rules here. I feel like what do we feel about Ty, Colonel Ty. I don't know if I'll ever think Ty deserves BDE. Okay. He's just cracking a lot of jokes. I don't know. Who else would be nominated in this episode? I don't think we can really nominate Starbuck. Definitely. This is Starbuck's most SDE episode to date, I feel like. Yeah. She's such a fragging asshole in this yeah. one. For um, no reason. Deanna? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Deanna's like questioning some stuff, which I respect, but it doesn't come off as any kind of DE to me. Well, how about this? We will post up this episode and we'll give it a, a week and you can PM us, DM us, PM, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Emma, however you see fit. <laughs> Just Emma. <us. laughs> uh, with your suggestions about who you think might be a contender and we will whack it into the list anonymously. Heck yeah. Um, and I think now I haven't forgotten anything else. No, I don't think so. Great. So we are just going to say again, don't forget to follow us at beers beats BSG on Twitter. You can also find our link there for our Patreon page. It will also be in our show notes. If you would like to help support us and our New York city lives, that would be greatly appreciated. And the equipment that Lisa continues to have to purchase to make this <laughs> podcast happen. It's true. And uh, the beers that Kaylee has to purchase, it's all, you know, a thing that we need. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I feel like last week we were really snappy on the, on the plugging. And this week I'm just like, 
Uh, follow so, us, rate us, review <laughs> us, subscribe. Do what's in your heart. Do what's in what your else, heart. Man. Do what you feel is right. Do what you think is but right. But also, like, could you really do it? Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.